there, I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are going to be speaking with Mindy Hebner. Man, I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Mindy and I had so much fun talking about mental rehearsal, and I truly believe that mental rehearsal could be a really great tool for you to share with your clients, but also for you to practice in your own coaching business. Grab your journal and pen and leave us a positive rate and review with whatever favorite golden nugget comes through for you today. Thanks for being here. Welcome, Mindy. So great to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be able to share with you today. Yes, me too. I'm glad we got to chat a little bit and um, have gotten to know one another a little bit more. I think it's super fun and fascinating when someone gets introduced to me. Um, I love following those little breadcrumbs of, you know, who steps into our world and, and how come they're stepping into our world. And I'm so excited that you are one of those people. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. Likewise, likewise. Yes, right? Like no accidents. Totally, <laughs> totally. And this year with my podcast, I'm trying to do that a bit more. Um, like I recently reached out to my list and I even think that maybe this prompt is what prompted our connection was asking people that are in my community who they might know that would be a good fit for the podcast or who I might be able to be featured on their podcast, right? And so trusting that process more, I find to be really fun. What do you think about that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Trusting the process. I love that. And the moment that we put it out there, right? Mm -hmm. Like the moment that we put the intention out there and we open up for the possibility, then it just starts happening, right? We start seeing all these synchronicities about getting invitations and or people reaching out to you. You know, I think there's so much that we're, we're waiting for and yet we haven't like done the, the internal I allow so that it can exactly. come in for us. <laughs> yes, I love that, that invitation, that internal <laughs> invitation. So today you're gonna to be talking a bit about rewiring our brains with mental rehearsal. And I just off the bat, I'm curious, what has you so interested in this particular topic? Oh, yeah. Any time that we can empower ourselves, any time that we can step back into our power, take back what we feel like is out of our control, I'm in. And I, I'm in for helping others see their limitlessness as opposed to fighting for their limitations. Yes. And mental rehearsal is an easy, the, one of the easiest ways to start rewiring your brain so that you can show up as the confident, wildly successful human you were made to be. Hands down, it's, it's one of the easiest ways to start that process. Wonderful, and how did you get into this? Well, uh, it feels like a really long time ago. <laughs> um, I got certified as a health coach and 
one of the tools that they gave us was mental rehearsal, talking to us about talking to clients about that. And I have just taken that and put several twists on it to make it even bigger. So when you think mental rehearsal, um, it's visualization on steroids (laughs) because it's way more than seeing. And that's the important part. And this isn't just like, I think mental rehearsal is cool. This is scientifically proven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olympic athletes, Michael Phelps, for one, uh, you know, many time over gold medalist, literally won a gold medal, one of his gold medals, because of mental rehearsal. So it can become a part of, of the, the way that you rewire your brain. Mental rehearsal can just become an automation that you do. And so let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. You can mentally rehearse anything. Like it doesn't, it doesn't just have to be swimming for the gold medal, right? right? (laughs) Like it, I, without even realizing it, mentally rehearse any time before I'm going to come on a podcast Mm -hmm. and I see it and I hear it and I taste it and I smell it and I feel it and I think it, I dive into a swimming pool of what do I want the outcome to be? And how do I get to show up in that? Who do I get to be in order to create that outcome and more? And so I see signing on, right? And in this case, we don't see each other, but lots of times on my podcast, it's also <laughs> like I, I see, you know, the, the host. And so I see our faces and we're smiling and the energy is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I hear the sound of the host voice and my voice. <laughs> and I check myself to not yell because I get when I get real excited, I start <laughs> yelling. <laughs> and I'm tasting my coffee and my water. And I'm smelling, you know, the, the, uh, essential oil that I have on in order to, you know, stay calm and grounded. I am literally diving into a swimming pool of what I want the end result to be the outcome. And the outcome is that whoever listens to this is going to hear exactly what they need in the perfect time. And it's going to make a difference for them. And so I get to just show up in that as myself. So maybe some of your listeners want to mentally rehearse uh, studying more. I mean, I know lots of them, you told me like our students will become students. And so maybe it's how to manage my time a little bit better Mm -hmm. to uh, have a work block and a study block and a play block. And so I can see myself in the morning looking at my calendar. How do I want to feel when I'm in the work block? I want to feel productive and focused. How do I get to create that? I can have a list of two things that I want to do. And you just start, like I said, literally diving into a swimming pool of who you want to be, what you want to think, how you want to feel. And you play it out from start to finish. And that, that, that's mental rehearsal. And what's so powerful about that. I mean, as you're describing it, like I'm, I'm with you on the senses, but Mm -hmm. I'm also feeling an energy about it. And I'm an energy person, right? So for me, as you're describing all those things, and I have actually all of those things going on here in my space, you know, I have a candle that has a lavender scent that's lit right now in my water, and I've got some crystals and you know, so I'm looking at all these things and I'm feeling all these things. And what is so important about that? Yes. So that's not, you, you, you led to the perfect segue to, 
you are number one, you're setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. What are all the moving parts, all the pieces that allow you to show up at your highest and best? And so as you create that container, you are not just going for the outcome. You are literally evolving into the human who. So we don't just want to have one podcast that's great, right? Like, yay, this was a great episode. You want to be the podcaster who is continually having amazing guests, right? We don't just want to read one book. We want to be a reader. So it's not just the outcome. It is when we create a container for ourselves in this way and we see ourselves showing up at our highest and best every step of the way, then we are shifting our identity. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's two things about that. So first, the reason Michael Phelps won a gold medal is not because he did this first level of mental rehearsal, saw himself start to finish with everything going perfectly. And that's where I'm inviting all your listeners to start. Just see yourself start to finish, clear path, easily getting from A to B. Michael Phelps had plan B and plan C. And plan C was water got in his goggles. So there was a technical difficulty and yet it didn't change the outcome winning a gold medal. So the reason that we practice this mental rehearsal and the, and the two difference makers, number one, the brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. Mm-hmm. So when you practice showing up as your amazing self, you, when you practice giving that talk, uh, managing your time better, drinking more water, right, whatever it is that you want to practice, you are taking some of the fear and stress out of it because you, you practice it mentally and with all your senses. And then when you get to the real thing, your brain is like, oh, well, we've been here. And it reduces stress and fear for you. Because the brain thinks, oh, we already did this. We got this. Like, let, let, we don't need to freak out about it. That's one. Number two, my secret sauce for mental rehearsal is shifting into your, of course, energy. I can guarantee you Michael Phelps is in his of course energy. And what is of course energy? Of course energy for you sounds like you've got the candle lit, you've got the crystals, you've got the, of course I'm showing up as an amazing podcaster. Mm -hmm. Of course I, you're in your of course energy. There's no doubt. There's no disbelief. There's none of that business. So we're not in wishy hopey. I wish. Yeah. I hope. And you can feel wishy hopey enters at the top of your chest, and it's already got disbelief in it. I I hope this goes okay. Mm, nope, nope. We're we're just stepping out of that, and we're getting into our of course energy. So for someone else, their of course energy is any energy, positive energy that they just show up in automatically. So maybe that's of course I take my dog for a walk every day. Of course I kiss the kids goodnight. Of course, I brush my teeth every time I get up in the morning. It doesn't have to be earth shattering, of course, energy. It's just no doubt. This is who I am. Energy, like no fear, no nothing. Of course, it's going to go this way. So you get in your of course energy, breathe it in, and then copy and paste it into your mental rehearsal so that you are 
using your of course energy in this new thing that you're mentally rehearsing. Incredible. Like as I'm <laughs> listening to you, like I feel so good right now. <laughs> I really do. It's really interesting. Like I'm tying some of the things that you're saying into like more of the languaging that I use with spiritual psychology and I call it my knowing. So mm-hmm. the of course mm-hmm. energy for me is my knowing. Like mm-hmm. like exactly. I know like capital K N O W. Like yes. that's that's what I mean by knowing. Mm-hmm. And I always tie that into showing up from my spiritual being rather my human experience. Mm. When I okay. show up more from the human experience, that's when I'm having more of the wishy-washy, doubt, mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. But yeah. when I'm connected to my knowing and my spiritual being, like, of course. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. I just got chills. Like, exactly. I love that. You're knowing. Yes. You're knowing. You're, of course, energy. Like, this is, this is where it's at. This is what ditches the disbelief and the wishy hopiness, right? Exactly. So, how does this all connect with re- rewiring the brain? I think you mm. started to explain that a little bit in your first example, but I'm curious if there's any more here that needs to be shared or expressed. So you're, you're rewiring the brain by casting votes for proving to your current self, future self, past self, for that matter, like we are shifting, we are believing that we're becoming this next level of us. And, and this is not to say that that next level of us is on the outside of us. It's on the inside of us, right? It's all there. All the magic is in you. You're just... Uh, uncovering it as you go. And so what you're doing is disconnecting, unwiring where the brain and you have habitually thought, uh, you know, I can't do this. I'm, I'm not able to study. I'm a bad time manager. All these places where you have put Uh, after I am, which are some of the most powerful words in the universe, I am, and then we insert something here. So because of the way your brain works, you think a thought habitually, it becomes a belief slash identity, I am, and then you create habits to prove it to yourself over and over and over again. So when we mentally rehearse, we're thinking a new habitual thought, an empowering habitual thought, we're rewiring the brain so that we start thinking about ourselves differently, feeling differently, seeing ourselves showing up differently. Then we think different thoughts about ourselves, more empowering. It shifts to the I am. So I am, you know, um, a meditator. I am a mental rehearser. I am, as opposed to I am um, disconnected when I try to meditate, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we start switching that. And then as we're casting votes for that, every time we show up in mental rehearsal, we're rewiring the brain to the identity of, yeah, like this is, I'm in my knowing. Of course, I'm showing up this way. Of course, I'm showing up this way. And then your beautiful mind slash brain will create habits to prove it to yourself and start helping you see all the places where you can show up to prove that you're, uh, you know, you're 
amazing at mental rehearsal. This is, I'm sure you've heard of this. This is also akin to the Bader-Meinhof theory where uh, you don't know until you know. Like you, mm-hmm. you go to the car lot and you see this cute little white car and you're like, oh my gosh, that is the cutest little white car I've ever seen. No one has that car. I'm getting that car. It's going to be amazing. You buy the car, you drive off the lot, you look around, everyone's got the freaking car. <laughs> like, how did I not see this? It's because... You have a filter in your brain. Your brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes based on your belief. You had a belief that no one had the car, so you couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. The moment that you shifted your belief to, I have the car, then you could see, oh, so does everyone else. Mm -hmm. Your brain has to protect you in that way because it could not possibly filter all the information coming at you. It has to like send it away in certain ways so that you can, uh, it's palatable for you. Fantastic. So this is learning how to use your brain for yourself versus against yourself. Yes. And I, so that's, I, <laughs> right? I love to say like for good and not evil, right. like tongue in cheek. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anytime we can switch to a more empowering thought, a more empowering belief, a more empowering affirmation, you know, after I am in a more empowering habit, I'm in for it. I want to, I want to see it. And we, tend to believe fully in what we can't do and not nearly as much in what we can do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just wiring in the brain. And, and it's how our brains work. So the moment we start casting those votes for what's possible, it starts to expand that. Our RAS, our reticular activating system, that filter, it starts to expand that and let, let more of that come through. The brain quits deleting, distorting, and generalizing, you know, uh, in that direction, because you're starting to let other, other things in there. That's great. This is really in alignment with coaching because coaching is about focusing on what you want versus what you don't want. And so exactly. mental rehearsal and coaching are very, you know, similar congruent in that way. So I'm wondering how you have brought together mental rehearsal and coaching. Yes, I uh, create mental rehearsals for my clients all the time uh, in ways that they want to show up. And we just talk through them in sessions as well, uh, how to mentally rehearse. So step number one is the well-formed outcome, like really knowing what's on the other side. And in order to create a habit, right, like there's the outcome is, is sort of the outside of it. Like that's what we want. The outcome is the result from action or inaction that we take. The next level deeper is process and the deepest part is identity. Mm-hmm. And so as we have this, this well-formed outcome in mental rehearsal, we know we get to know that when we create a process that allows us to mentally rehearse toward our success it will be more often, it will be more habitual. And the prize is actually becoming the human who, right? Like, yeah, mental rehearsal with an outcome is amazing. And it's the reader, it's the runner. I don't just want to run, run, run one race. I, I want to be a runner so that I can continually move the post on what the outcome is and know that I can show up in it all the time. This is how we create 
the habit of being a mental rehearsal, the habit of being us in our identity, mentally rehearsing. So when you say that there's a habit of doing mental rehearsing, what might that look like for somebody? Yeah. So for clients, you said, how, how do I use it in coaching? For mm-hmm. clients, it could be um, the moment that they wake up in the morning, m- mentally rehearsing how they want the morning to go, how they want a meeting to go, uh, how if, they're, if mindful eating is something that they're really focusing on, uh, seeing themselves in the kitchen at dinner time, preparing the meal, having music on, having a candle lit, you know, seeing the beautiful vegetables, like hearing the sound of the chopping, all of those pieces. This and this doesn't, while I make it sound like this huge production as I'm saying it to you, this can take three minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to take 20 minutes or anything like that. You just get into it. You're in your knowing. You're in your, of course, energy. You're feeling how it feels to be this human, to show up in this way for yourself. And then what is that person thinking? She's thinking like, mm, this is, this is going to taste delicious tonight. I can't wait to feed this to myself and or my family. And, oh, uh, you know, and she's singing with her favorite song in the kitchen and she's having fun. And, you know, these acts are her loving her body and just all the things like make it a production. And it gets to take, you know, three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you whatever you want it to make. Mental rehearsal gets to become, number one, the habit of I am the person who mentally rehearses. And that can be every morning at 7 a.m. It can be once a day. It can be when I have a new habit that I want to create. And, and from there, then you start to create a process of continually mentally rehearsing. So you may still have a set apart time when you mentally rehearse a new thing and or ultimately, you know, like me, I am just constantly mentally rehearsing without even like, I don't have to make a thing of it. I am the woman who this is in my identity. You know, that's what I was experiencing when you were talking about it. (laughs) I was hearing like embodiment when you were Mm -hmm. talking about it, like that you get to a point where you're embodying that and then you wouldn't even have to do the mental rehearsal anymore because it's just the truth of who you are. Yes. And, and you're seeing it. You're Mm -hmm. what I love about the Michael Phelps example. See, when I mentally rehearse, it's a, B and C, right? I know that in the age of technology, Two or three times out of five or six, something's going to go wrong. Uh, The Zoom link is going to break, that this is going to happen, whatever. There's going to be a chainsaw outside, right? Like something (laughs) could happen, you know? And it is not going to shake me. Yes. It is not going to throw me off my game. It's not going to stop me from showing up as the awesome human that I am. Mm -hmm. None of that. Outside things are not going to stop me from from being me and bringing the message that I I am just called to bring and share. Like, there's just no, it's a non-negotiable. What is the message you're called to share? Yeah, like, you get to. You get to create a soul-aligned business. You get to... Mm 
stop trying to out hustle your beliefs because you can't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you get to have an extraordinary life and uh, you get to be successful and success gets to mean a million different things. It 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 means getting a good night's rest. It means you know, walking the dog. It means it I think that we get so caught up in other people's definitions sometimes yeah. and this the the like you can't out hustle your beliefs you can rewire your brain we also get really caught up in that like i am not here for the hustle for the constant grind and the you know sleep when you're dead mentality no like hard stop that you get to have a solo line business i work with clients they come to me specifically two i'm thinking of one, it was right, right as COVID hit. She had a brick and mortar, million dollar brick and mortar business. And she was in an absolute panic because of course there was no brick and mortar business anymore, mm -hmm. right? Everything was shut down. She lives in a major city in the United States. And she believed she had no idea how to run an online business. Well, of course she did. You know, she just was trying to do it without rewiring her brain. And so nothing was working. Because here's the thing, all the strategies, all the shiny objects, all the Facebook ads, all the this, all the that, those are all great if <laughs> your brain is wired and your identity is such that you can actually fully be aligned and show up in those things. All the strategies in the world can't work if you're not in the identity of the person who those strategies can work for. Incredible. That's like a mic drop <laughs> for real. Cause it's the truth. Yeah. Right. And do you feel like mental rehearsal is the main way that you help your clients with that? Or is that just one technique that oh, you use? I'm curious. One. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's just one technique. Uh, I, we do, we do so much reframing mm -hmm. and unpacking. Here's another thing that we do as humans. It's just fascinating. We just boom, finger snap, give a meaning to something. A car cuts us off in traffic. Oh, that means that guy's a jerk, right? Like we immediately give something a meaning and it's just, it's just in us unless until we start recognizing and thinking about it. So we give meaning to things all the time. And lots of times the meaning that we give couldn't actually be farther from the truth and it's completely disempowering to us. So that's another piece that I work on clients mm -hmm. with. They have this limiting belief. Lots of times a limiting belief comes from a meaning that we've given to something. Like the client I was just sharing with you, she had the limiting belief that she could not run a successful online business because she only knew how to do you know, in-person stuff. So we had to give new meaning to decisions that she had made about how to teach and that it could only happen in person and that she couldn't show up the same via Zoom. Like we did so much rewiring in that way. That's incredible. But that's another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing, doing the reframe, giving new meaning, busting a limiting belief, really like digging into 
like even the limiting belief of I can't meditate and mental rehearsal is a form of meditation, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's really tapping into uh, yourself and, and who you, you know, are and get to be. And so even that belief, like I can't meditate anytime someone comes to me with this, with this limiting belief, I say to them, have you ever worried about something? Well, yeah, like a lot, like it, you just thought about it and thought about it and thought, yeah, I'm like, okay, you know how to meditate. <laughs> let's, let, no, now let's get rid of this limiting belief that you don't know how to, yeah. <laughs> how to be laser like focused on something and let it fill you up and create emotion and, you mm. know, kind of a thing. And I know that's like very tongue in cheek, but you mm-hmm. get where I'm coming Absolutely. from. Absolutely. We, we have these, these limiting beliefs and that is, that is an, another one. It, it really reminds me of, and then I'll shut up for a second. <laughs> You're all good. You did great. <laughs> it really reminds me of, uh, I myself uh, have a mindset coach. And one time I came to her with what I was calling a limiting belief. And this was many years ago. And I said, it's really hard to grow my email list. And she goes, uh, that's a fact. That's not a limiting belief. So let's see what's underneath that. She goes, it can be hard. Now, right. now let's find out what the limiting belief is that's keeping you making it harder than it needs to be kind of a thing. So sometimes, yeah. right, like there are facts. They're not limiting beliefs. And we get to shift who we believe we get to be in those facts and how we show up in them. Beautifully said. That's Thank such you. a great point that you're making so that people can distinguish and decipher between. And so I'm wondering, you know, so clearly somebody could create their own mental rehearsal. Are there any resources out there or do you offer anything for for people in terms of being able to experience a mental rehearsal? Oh, yeah, I have a I have a free guided mental rehearsal for your listeners. Great. And it's literally creating like a successful day. And so they get the secret sauce right now. Like success is what you make it, right? It could it could be just having a fun day. It could be getting one thing checked off your list, like whatever you want it to be, knowing that and tapping into your, of course, energy, your knowing as you set yourself up to do it. Wonderful. I'm sure people are going to snag that right up so that they can participate in that and get to experience uh, a full mental rehearsal. And as far as a legacy, you know, that's part of the podcast here of Mm. us just thinking about our loving legacy. What might that be for you? I am so committed to, and I will say I work primarily with women. I have male clients. My calling is is truly to women, and that is to be a champion for them. There are so many of us that don't have someone who fully, wholeheartedly holds the space for us to step into our limitlessness, that that is the legacy that I hope to share, that when I hold that space for a client, I'm holding it now for all your listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I do that, it's like a ripple effect that then they will start to think about how they can be that for someone else, how they in turn can hold the space as well. Because there's way too many of us that aren't having space held for us that mm. are really, you know, not thriving. Um mm-hmm. Because there's, there's, 
because the support isn't able to be seen, isn't felt. We've decided we're not worth it. The, all of those things. And, and so just knowing that you're worthy and that you deserve and are worthy of support and that that space is being held for you to step into all the limitlessness that you are. I love that you keep saying that word, limitless. It's really, it's such a powerful It experience. feels so good, doesn't it? Like it yeah. feels so good. Like, ooh, that means anything. Yeah. Like anything. Well, you know, I'm really into self-actualization. And so when I hear the word and then feel into the experience of being limitless, it just, I feel undeniable. I feel <laughs> unstoppable. And it just, it feels good, but I, it also, it resonates with my soul that it's the truth. And so yeah. I'm so glad that you're sharing that message, Mindy. It's really, Thank really you. great. Thank How you. can our listeners connect with you beyond just the mental rehearsal? Yeah, um, I am on all the socials. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite place is uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. I am also on LinkedIn and Facebook. I'm Mindy Hebner everywhere. So, so if you just type that in, you'll you'll find me there. <laughs> yeah, and are you open to people connecting with you or contacting you? Oh, absolutely. Especially, you know, uh, if if you're on Instagram. Like absolutely DM me. I love having those conversations <laughs> mm -hmm. and really helping people move through, um, you know, whatever it is that is keeping them. So many of, of my clients feel exhausted, overwhelmed, like in this self-sabotage, self-doubt battle uh, because they are trying to out-hustle their beliefs. And so if you're finding that coming up for you, like let's talk about it because there's, there's more for you. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, I love that terminology, out hustling your beliefs, <laughs> right? I think so many people can relate to that. And I love that you're helping people connect with something deeper and identify with something greater than those misunderstandings. So thank you so much for being with us. Is there anything else that needs to be said or shared? I, I just want to thank you again. Like this has been such an enjoyable conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just know that like your, your audience, I can feel the expansion literally, mm -hmm. you know, for your audience, uh, just in their own knowing uh, about what they, what they get to do and who they get to be and how they get to show up. So I, I just really appreciate the space for that. Yeah. And you are, a conduit for it. So thank you, for, thank you for sharing this. Thank you. If there's only one thing to take away from today's episode, it is the power of mental rehearsal and how you can use it in your own life and alongside with clients. I highly recommend reaching out to Mindy. She is such a fantastic soul. Um, check out the show notes. She provided us a mental rehearsal for us to listen to. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, you can be purposeful and prosperous when sharing a loving legacy with the world. Thank you again.